The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Fascinating interviews and compelling conversations. Be present. The Diane Ray Show. Thank you for joining the show today and the conversation. Today is going to be a really interesting conversation for anybody who is a seeker or curious about spirituality, God, and our place in the universe. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you are one of those people. You're a seeker like I am. And if you are a book lover like I am, eventually you're going to be prompted to read the book Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. And this this book has been on my bookshelf and uh, it's influenced so many people. It's just incredible how this book has gotten into our consciousness. I'm sure a lot of people have heard the story about Steve Jobs who was very influenced by reading this book on his spiritual path. He actually requested that everybody at his funeral receive a copy. George Harrison of the Beatles uh, said he was a terrible person until he was introduced to the book Autobiography of a Yogi, and it was a major influence to him on his spiritual path. And many others like Oprah Winfrey and Winfrey, Elvis Presley. So many people have been influenced by the work of Yogananda. And just to tell you a, a quick a quick story. When I was first introduced to the work of Yogananda, it was actually a little book, almost like a little pamphlet, and it was called The Secrets of Success. And I think I was maybe 19 or 20 when I saw this in a New Age bookstore. And I said, well, I have to have this. I want the secret of success, right? So I carried this little book around for years. And I had it in my office at my job when I was at Hay House. And actually someone took it (laughs) from my office and hopefully they achieved success and they were reading the book and I had to buy another copy. So it was just funny that, you know, that was the one thing that someone managed to pilfer from my office. But I'm I'm excited to talk about the work of, of Yogananda and also how the work of Yogananda has influenced my guest today. I'm talking to Michel Pascal, and he's a French meditation teacher, author, film director, and singer uh, living in LA, where he joins me today for the interview. And he's put together this incredible musical that's going to be opening very soon called Yoganon Dance. And he's here to talk about this today. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me about this. Hello, Diane. So happy to be with you. So happy. Well, this musical is going to be opening uh, November 17th at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel in LA. So wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast, hopefully this will come into your consciousness. You'll be able to see it. Um, hopefully it will be out maybe on video if you're not able to see the actual live performance. But you're so interesting, Michelle. I want to find out a little bit more about you and your work and how you came to be influenced 
by Yogananda, an autobiography of a yogi. I mean, you're a, a trained uh, musician, you're a singer, and the music that I've heard, I've seen the video for Yogananda dance, and it's so infectious, you know, it, the words get into your head. Um, growing up, I mean, as, as a young person, how did Yogananda come into your world? Um, I was born in Paris, um, and I, I have a blessing to be born in a violent family. It's a blessing because I discover so young that there is no life without peace. There is no life. So I was uh, born and raised in Christianity, and after I, I entered in a Buddhist monastery in Nepal. But uh, I discovered Yogananda 15 years ago with uh, my friend Gabriela Wright, the actress. She brought me for the first time at self-realization, Lake Shrine. And the first time I entered, I felt the same atmosphere that we feel when we go to Lisieux, the city of Saint Therese. When I was a child, my parents uh, brought me at six years old to Lisieux, to the Carmel of Saint Therese. And I felt an amazing, calming, loving energy. And 15 years ago, I didn't know Yogananda. And I discovered Yogananda. But the first person in my life who, uh, who talked to me about Yogananda was Michael Jackson. Because uh, in 1998, I met Michael Jackson in private meeting in Paris. When he was on tour, he was interested <laughs> to meet spiritual artists. So uh, I was chosen to meet him. And but the name stayed in my mind, but I didn't. I say, oh, yes. But so the day I arrived at Lake Shrine, it was a shock. It was a shock. And after my very good friend, she's a specialist of Yogananda, Alex Uterman in Los Angeles. Alex talked to me a lot about Yogananda. And she brought me to the grave of Yogananda at Forest Law. And it was a shock. It was a shock for me because suddenly Yogananda is beyond any religion. And I felt, I felt his presence. I felt his calming energy. And a few months ago, I was invited uh, in a service dedicated to Yogananda, and I was crying, crying, crying. I cannot stop to cry. And some friends, devotees to Yogananda say, oh, Michel, what you could do? And I say, I want to help Yogananda because more than ever, we need, we need the message of Yogananda. We need to calm the mind. And the message of Yogananda, for me, it's very similar at the message of Saint Therese. Saint Therese, she say all the time, stop to talk about God. Be in God. This is the same words that say Yogananda. And so suddenly, it was crazy, in my mind, appear Yogananda musical. Boom! Because a few years ago, I created the play about Saint Therese, and the play was on tour during many years, 
we perform 1000 times the show and uh, in English, in Spanish, in French, we were in Jerusalem, in Singapore, in Abu Dhabi, in Paris, in New York, in London, around the world. And I realize how a show can reopen the heart of someone. How a show has a, a special function. Suddenly, you are stressed, you are tired, but you arrive in a spiritual show and boom, oh, it's a shock. So I say, why not to create a musical dedicated to Yogananda? Of course, me, I am not a specialist of Yogananda, so it's not a teaching. I am not here to teach Kriya Yoga or to give instruction, not at all. I am artist. So my uh, mission is to to sing, to 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 celebrate Yogananda, to 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 give love to Yogananda, and and uh, that people can sing, can dance, can pray, can meditate, can celebrate Yogananda. And it's amazing because uh, I came at Mount Washington many times, where Yogananda was living in Los Angeles. And uh, I say, Yogananda, can you help me? <laughs> can you inspire me to write the script of this musical? Because you know, Diane, you say a musical. Okay, but what do we do? Because we cannot say Yogananda was born in India, he come in America. It's not a conference. How a narration can touch the heart of anyone. And I was in Mount Washington and I really say Yogananda, please, if you want a musical, can you inspire the narration? The night after, I really felt Yogananda in my dream. I really felt Yogananda in my dream. And immediately I run on my laptop and all the script came in few minutes. And the narration of the script, it's the person who tell to us the life of Yogananda She's an homeless. She's an homeless in downtown LA. And she lives in, in the play, she lives at the parking lot of the Biltmore Hotel, where Yogananda made this transition. And so her story, it's based on true stories, because I, I, I work with communities and homeless, and many homeless know Yogananda. So when I was writing the narration, Temple A's, the spiritual leader and also actress came to me and I say, oh my gosh, I feel like Yogananda chose her to be the narration. So the story of Yogananda is told from an homeless, but an homeless successful. An homeless who say, Yogananda saved my life, to never give up, to never give up, to pray, to pray, to pray, to never give up. And in the show, she finds a job. She, she has her first job, she makes her first paycheck, $500, and she decides to rent a room at Biltmore Hotel to pray for every person who suffers in Los Angeles. This is the, the structure of the show. And on this narration, on, on this play, a musical, it's a play with an amazing actress like Temple, uh, I come to sing many songs Uh, this is not the chanting of Yogananda. This is a music that I have composed influenced by uh, Indian hip hop. Uh, it's very modern way to touch the new generation. And of course, 
we have on stage one of the best musicians of America. We have uh, Myron McKinley, Earth, Wind and Fire. So this is uh, exceptional to have these musicians. And for the prior, I remember one day I, I text to my friend Michael Beckwith and I say, Michael, I adore you. Do you love Yogananda? Do you want to come to lead the meditation? And he replied immediately, yes, I will come. I love Yogananda. So to have uh, Michael Beckwith, Sister Jenna, Yoni, Yogi Cameron, Yogini Jema to lead the prior. And of course, my dream was to have the family of Yogananda on stage. And I met Sujan Data. Sujan is a great grand nephew of Yogananda. And Sujan said, Michel, it's amazing to make a musical about my family. I come <laughs> to bless the audience and to talk in the name of my great grand uncle. So it will be really exceptional show. It sounds incredible. And it's great that you're explaining how the music is going to be presented. It's not going to be a lot of chanting or anything like no. that. This is really modern and bringing yes. it to a whole generation of people, because I'm sure there are thousands and, you know, there, there's generations of, of young people that have never heard of these beautiful teachings of Yogananda yes. and really need to be exposed to this. And like you said earlier, especially at this time, when we're so divisive, we're more separated than ever. And really one of Yogananda's wishes, you know, one of his ideals for self-realization fellowship was, I'm, I'm reading this from, um, from the book, to point out the one divine highway to which all paths of true religious beliefs eventually lead. Everything leads to the same place, right? We're, we're all going to the same place, leading, getting the same message. And it's the highway of daily scientific devotional meditation on God, trying to bring us all together. And especially at this time, it's, it's so beautiful that you're doing this. And in your uh, biography here that they gave me, it says that you have a love of hip hop. And so bringing these two things together. You know, Diane, you will laugh. When the idea of the musical start in my heart, I say, like to Yogananda, okay, for the music, what do we do? <laughs> like, what, what could be the guidance? And you know, when we talk like that, we are not crazy. I say that because I come from a monastic life and we don't joke. We are not new age. We don't say, oh, the angels say to me whenever. We are very strict on that. But I can say I felt a sort of intuition. I was on my piano. And suddenly, the souvenir of Michael Jackson about Yogananda, boom, came to me. And it was like Michael influenced me with Yogananda and say, oh, Michel, let's create a sort of... A sort of hip-hop groove beatbox. So I take my microphone, I record that. And I put my fingers on my piano and boom the melody came and the words are the words of yogananda we must meditate affirm and believe we are sons of god i create this song in a few seconds i make a clip and i post on youtube like a, a bottle in the ocean today we have more than thirty thousand views in one month with this song 
So all is guided by God. All is guided. We are just an instrument. I can say to you when people say, oh, Michel, you direct, you compose, you write the play of Yogananda. I say, not at all. He composes, he plays, he performs. Me, I am just a, a little instrument. He makes the job. You have really the sensation, Diane, that you don't work, that you receive an inspiration. Of course, I have a long experience in music, in theater, etc. So it goes fast. But the inspiration, really, this is like Yogananda say, okay, the world is too much difficult. We need to do something now. We need to help young generation. We need uh, to, uh, to change our mind. We need to be reconnected to God. We do. And it's, uh, it's such a shame that he's not here now at, at this time because he was such a powerful figure. And I'm sure you've seen the documentary that came out a few years ago called Awake. I watched oh. it a couple of times because I was so mesmerized when he would speak you know, you were just, you couldn't look away. He had, he had such an energy and was such an amazing influence and really was the rock star of his time. When he came here, you know, thousands of people would go to hear him speak. So uh, it's just incredible. And I want to ask you about that process that you were just describing that creative process where you're just kind of channeling that intuition. I mean, what a gift when that happens. What does that feel like? <laughs> it must feel incredible. You feel that you don't exist. You feel that you don't exist. My fingers came to compose a melody, for example. The melody came like that. And I open a book of Yogananda and I, I say, for the lyrics, what do we do, Yogananda? And I really felt we must meditate. Wow, it fit perfectly. Affirm and believe. Wow. And we realize that we are sons of God. I said, no way. It fits perfectly. It, fit it fits. Perfectly. So in this moment, Diane, I love your question. It's very interesting. It's rare that someone asked me this question. I am very grateful. It's very special. I will say you really feel that God exists, that we don't exist. We are not a person. We are a cosmos. We are a right. cosmos. We are not a person, no ego. You really feel that you don't, you don't exist. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. It isn't it interesting if you look back over history that at, at some time, at a point in time in history, if you said that you are the same as God and God is within you, you would probably be burned at the stake as a heretic, right? Because there had to be someone else, a, a priest or another figure that would be the intermediary instead of 
were able to have that relationship with God and accept those gifts. Like when you have that direct uh, inspiration and channel, that's a gift, right? I just, I just think it's interesting that at different points in history, we were supposed to not accept that when it is a gift for us to accept that, True. that energy. It's, it is, but you know, Diana, I will say everyone, we have intuition. Everyone, we receive a message. It can be from Yogananda, but it can be from our ancestor. It can be from uh, our dog who passed away. It can be from our family. All the time we receive vibrations, energy message. But of course, when we are stressed, we are deaf, we are blind, we are possessed. So we listen nothing. But uh, when we calm the mind every day, and I say that as a meditation teacher, the flow of the intuition comes easy. It's easy. You really feel that you need to do nothing. This and is it should also be effortless. The, the, it's effortless. Again, of course, this is the fruit of a long experience. Technically, I will say, we have experience. I sing on stage since I am nine years old. I sing at Carnegie Hall every year since many years now. Uh, I have uh, sing with a musician of Horse Sweden Fire, musician of Carlos Santana, many people like that. And I wrote many plays in France. So we have an experience, we have a technique, but suddenly you forget the technique. You are just a pure channeling and you offer your experience to God. You know, it's interesting. I was in discernment to become a priest. I was in discernment in France and also in America. And one day, the, my supervisor, the priest who helped me to discern what could be my life, say, Michel, make a retreat in a small monastery above the Hudson River, close to New York, and maybe you will receive a sign or a message. And in the night, appear for me two words, artist, missionary. I came back from my retreat and I said to my friend priest, his name is Father Enrique Salvo, he's the director of the cathedral, of St. Patrick Cathedral in New York. And I say, Father Enrique, got it. My life, it's not to be a priest, but to be a spiritual artist, an artist in mission, because the goal of this musical, you arrive, you have stress, you have problem, you have conflict, you have addiction, you have trauma, you have what you want. And at the second, the show starts, boom! You cry, you laugh, you dance, you sing, you say, no way, no way. This is Yogananda. This is Yogananda. Dance, you dance, you, you become crazy. So you reopen your chakra, you bloom your soul, and you discover there is uh, the joy of God, as Yogananda says. It's a divine joy. It is not my human joy. It's a divine joy suddenly who flow in your soul. So people are going to really experience an incredible evening of music and dance and, and love and just leaving their, their troubles and their worries at the yes. door yes. and be able to just experience this. And there's original, I mean, there's choreography, 
Um, who who did the dance uh, choreography? Oh my for gosh, this? we have an amazing choreographer. Her name is Sonia Ohm. Sonia came to dance with me many times at Carnegie Hall since 2017, and she's unique because she blends hip hop. Indian dance, classical, Afro jazz, yoga, Reiki. She creates something absolutely unique. And Sonia is so beautiful. And when she arrives on stage, wow, you say, what is this amazing shamanic dancer? A shamanic dancer. I, I, I don't know if I've heard that before. Does So she brings in elements of, you know, tribal, yes, uh, Native yes, American, yes, she, all of that. She blend many influences, you could say many reincarnations, I don't know, but she blend many styles in the same dance. This is unique in America. Really, when I see Sonia for the rehearsal, I say I want to stay in the theater just to see you dancing. It's too much amazing. So when people come to, to see the show, there's going to be a pre-show sound bath orchestra. That sounds pretty amazing. And yes. I know sound healing can be so effective. I mean, do you hope that this kind of sets the stage for the, the rest of the performance if people participate in this sound bath? Absolutely, Diane. When we, we arrive at Biltmore Hotel in the theater, there is uh, 10 musicians of sound bath. It's a big sound bath, a lot of gong, directed by my friend Erika Segura. She's a, an exceptional expert in sound bass. And in the middle of the sound bass, there is my uh, monastic brother, Venerable Lamatashi. He, he was born in Tibet and is an exceptional uh, Tibetan master. His voice is a medicine and he will be in prayer during 30 minutes with the sound bass. And the musician of the sound bass will go in the audience to put above your head some special crystal ball to, to heal all the assistants before Michael Beckwith arrive and start to lead the meditation. Wow, this is going to be amazing. I mean, I, I have to try to get down there <laughs> to, to see this show. So I, I want to, I'm curious about your own practice and your own, because you seem like the most peaceful guy. I can just feel it talking to you, which I'm sure you have problems and worries like everybody else, but it, it doesn't, it seems like you're, you're okay with it. I mean, what does your day start like for your own meditation practice? Oh, I wake up every morning at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. My life has not changed since the monastery. And first, I have a long time, of course, of practice in the night. But for me, every situation is a meditation. There is not a time to meditate and a time to be stressed. To be with you, Diane, this is my meditation. It means I am present to you. I am deeply present to listen your question, to be with you, to breathe with you. Every person that we meet is our practice. Every situation that we live, this is our meditation practice. So, of course, I practice a lot every day, but practice, I will say to you, like all the Tibetan masters say, meditation means integration. There is not a time to meditate. There is not a place to meditate. 
there is not, oh, I do my practice and I have this. I, of course, we have a practice, a long practice since many, many, many years. But in the same time, the real practice, this is a daily life. And I will say, especially the stressful situation. I teach meditation for the prisoners of Los Angeles since many years, and we calm the mind in the middle of the trauma. We calm the mind with Uber drivers. I train Uber drivers. We go on the freeway at the rush hour. Uh, I train a manager at Google in New York. We go in Times Square. We train the mind inside the stressful situation. But again, my practice, I will say today, or my favorite mantra, it's when I go in a coffee shop and I say to the person, I would like a, a cappuccino, a cafe latte. And how we talk to someone, how are you, Diane? How are you today? How are you to every person that we meet? This is the practice. The practice is every person that we meet, every situation, this is our opportunity to practice because our life is so short. Maybe today, this is the last day and it will happen. The only thing that we can be sure, it will be our last day, one day. So every day, it's not one more day, but one more chance. Every person that we meet is one more chance to be more present. So to be more kind, to be more grateful to the person. Every situation. So for me, there is no bad situation or good situation. There is situations. And after we project, we have right. challenge, but there is no ocean without waves. There is no life without problem, but we can see beyond the waves. We can see God beyond the challenge. This is like that. And if you, if you practice all the time, 24 hours per day, you calm your mind, for sure. That is so beautiful. And thank you for that reminder, really, that every minute is our meditation, yes. you know, every, every moment. And, and we can choose that. Every you know. person that we meet is our teacher. You are my teacher today, Diane. I open my Zoom. I see you. You teach me to be present to you. I could refuse your teaching. I could say, oh, yeah, Diane, you know, and the musical and this and that and wellness and whatever. No, no, no. It cannot work like that. We must be present to every person that we meet. Every person that we meet is a teacher. Every situation, it's an opportunity to calm the mind. Well, I'm going to take that lesson with me for sure today as I move through my day and, and the rest of my week. And I want to thank you so much for, you know, being present with me today. And I wish you so much, so much success with this because I'm excited that the, the ideas of, of Yogananda and the, the love and the feeling and the teachings, and even if People, if they, I hope they pick up the book and read it, but even if this they is, don't, you know, they'll yes. still, they'll still get the, the yes. intention. 
Exactly. And you know, Diane, uh, I think we are near to be sold out. There is just a few tickets left or invitation, but I want to invite you. If you come to LA, it will be my honor to meet you and to invite you. Let's do that. Uh, we can keep uh, a chat. And, yes, uh, it will be my offering for you and Biltmore Hotel, as you know, this is a place where Yogananda made his transition. We perform the show exactly at the place where he made his transition. It's so powerful. And I'm, I bet that he'll be there. Yes, to he, will, see. he will be. <laughs> he is with us, of course. The energy of this master, it's like St. Therese, St. Francis, is so present, so present. So, Diane, let's keep in touch today to check the last invitation. I know it will be my offering to offer to you two tickets for the show. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. And I definitely so accept and I will stay in touch with you. And I urge all our listeners today to keep your eye out for this Yogananda dance, a musical to celebrate Yogananda. And if you happen to be in a bookstore, pick up autobiography of a yogi you'll be a better person for it like george harrison said <laughs> and thank you so much michelle thank you diane it's my honor to be with you thank you for your questions they were very interesting it's beautiful to develop your questions I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.